0: Wait a minute, you like wrestling? Of course I like wrestling. That's why I hate it. Outlaws.
1: Wrestling is better than the things you like.
0: Outlaws. You'll take those rattlesnake fangs and you'll stick them right in my ass. What?
1: is Adam, welcome to episode 41 of the Middle East Outlaws podcast. Howdy. On a scale of one... To, did you see howdy? No, I did, I don't know why. That's just... Uncle Howdy. On a, on, right a right scale, on a scale of... Fair <laughs> deuce. You, you, you be where you want to be. On a scale of one to ten, how oosie are you feeling? How
0: uh, oosie? Uh, is oosie a good... Th- uh, yeah, not very oosie.
1: Not very oosie. Like a yeah. like a four? On the y- yeah,
0: screen? I imagine I could do with being a bit more usy. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what, if we can. What boost about you,
1: your Oosie. I'm maybe feeling a bit like a like a seven full on the usy scale. Oosie. Juice. Oh no. oh no, 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 no! Nah, That's nah, a different okay. thing. Okay. I don't want to be full of any of my usy juice. Okay, Us. Right. Um. Today we will be talking about NXT Takeover Dallas. Which was what that bitch the Oracle gave to us uh, last time. Uh, that is set uh, in 2016, and I think you might agree that it was
0: absolutely fantastic. Yeah, this was good, and I, I, I still from off the back of this, I still can't work out why you've turned on the Oracle to such a you know extent. But never mind, we, you know this we'll, this was good. Get,
1: yeah, we'll get into it. We'll get into that. Um. What was I going to say there? Yeah, it really, really was good. It was one of those ones that, you know, like you chuck on a, a pay-per-view or you have a look at the list of matches and you just thought, oh, that sounds all right. And and this was more than all right, yeah. I think it's fair to say. Um, let's do the usual. I'll tell you what was going on round about. This was April 2016, WrestleMania weekend, WrestleMania 32. <laughs> you weren't, never believe this, but Roman Reigns was in the main event of WrestleMania 32. who who against
0: Uh, 32 uh, Lesnar
1: Mm, no Uh, another one come Uh, on
0: uh, 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 Rollins
1: nah that should be a that's never been a Wrestlemania main event should be Uh, Triple H
0: oh right okay okay
1: surprised to hear that he was still at this point main event in a Wrestlemania
0: yeah um, I'm surprised apparently so okay
1: so I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a rundown of what was going on. I've got quite a lot of information here because there's a lot of stuff going on. So, April 2016, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees in April 2016 included Chicago, Cheap Trick, Deep Purple, and NWA. Nice. That's a class. Nice. Uh, the Paris Agreement on climate change was signed by 195 countries less fun more yeah know, end of the yeah. world but um Jared, also the end of the world Jared Goff was picked by the LA Rams number <laughs> one the NFL draft
0: <laughs> oh, I mean it's, it's still kind of fun you know you're not and gonna to win watch. but it's fun you're
1: a Lions fan eh? yeah. um, we had sadly we had a bunch of deaths here a few, a few of them um, wrestling related the ninth ones of the world China dead at the age of 46 uh, Blackjack Mulligan at the age of 73. Uh, Balls Mahoney dead at 44. Yeah. And I want to say, is um, ta- was his tag team partner in ACW Axel, Ro- Axel Rose? Ac-
0: am I making ac- that up?
1: Uh, Axel
0: Rotten.
1: Axel Rotten. Is Axel Rose the actual <laughs> lead singer of Guns N' Roses? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> when they put it past him. I haven't th- sure Axel Rotten passed away just a, a little bit earlier as well. And okay. uh, non-wrestling related Prince passed away in April okay. 2016 as well, at the age of 57. Um, it was WrestleMania weekend, like I said, so we had WWE Hall of Fame inductees. Would you like to know who they were? Go for it. Be pretty shit if you said no, because I've got a list <laughs> here. Uh, so the the non or, or the non-wrestling... They do like a celebrity. Do they do a celebrity entrant <laughs> every year, or is that
0: an old thing now? Uh, I'm curious to see what happens next year. I'll put it that way. Mm. I think there's been quite a few celebrities recently. Yeah. Uh, so
1: Snoop Dogg was inducted by John Cena. Um, then we had the fabulous Freebirds inducted by the New Day, which is a curious choice. Um, Stan Hansen was inducted by Vader. Jacqueline was inducted by the Dudley Boys.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, the Big Boss Man was posthumously inducted by Slick.
0: Oh, he would have been his and, manager for a while, wouldn't he? Yeah. yeah,
1: I really want to go and watch Slick inducting him. Yeah. Uh, the Godfather was inducted by the APA. Okay. And the headline inductee was Sting, inducted by okay. Rick Flair. Okay, quite surprising names actually. I'm I'm genuinely surprised to see that Sting was inducted in
0: 2016, yeah, in the WWE Hall of Fame. When he would have had his WrestleMania match with Triple H, would that be a year before or
1: 31, the year before? Right, so they buried him and then inducted him, (laughs) 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 Yep.
0: pretty
1: much. Yeah, so
0: there you go. Okay,
1: okay, uh, UK number one. In April twenty sixteen, are we going to play this game, or will I just tell you?
0: Twenty sixteen? Nah, the music had finished by then, I think.
1: <laughs> uh, Mike Posner with "I Took a Pill in Ibiza."
0: I think it's safe to say yeah. I wouldn't have got that.
1: I was going to. Uh, your face would suggest that um, the US number one was "Work" by Rihanna featuring Drake.
0: Okay, it's people I've heard of, so yeah.
1: That's good. And the UK and US box office number one film was the same film. Fancy a, a cheeky wee guess?
0: Uh, you would think I'd be better at films than music in recent times. The superhero related. Is it? Is it a Marvel film? Surely Sh- that would be... Tell- no. It wouldn't be to add. I've said too much. I, I said too much. Well. Okay, okay.
1: No. Nah. Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Okay. See in my mind I feel that's... like somebody's granny might have guessed that. In my mind that's really recent, but clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> Says it all, doesn't it? Says it all. So there we go. That's that's April twenty sixteen wrapped up in a big fat bow for us. Nice. And that means we can get onto this absolutely tremendous pay per view. Um, and right off the bat this is obviously set this is Dallas, Texas right off the bat, as soon as it starts we get this lovely video package with all all these Texas um, wrestling legends Mm -hmm. and and I think you can see this is Triple H now now you can see other stuff he's done around Intercontinental title and all that sort of stuff this is clearly his thing I absolutely loved
0: it yeah, and it's funny, it's just like it's such a a little thing in the context of I know it's not the longest show in the world, but is it just over two hours? I think, but mm-hmm. it's such such a little thing to have something like this on the intro. But just trying to underline the importance of where you are, mm-hmm. and and I think Triple H will put across the board a lot more of a focus on the importance of history, um, yep. and and. And things like that. And it it's just I don't know, it's just nice to see. It's refreshing. It's different from the way that the the main roster has been for so long when, you know, they've I think done as much as they can to try and get away from history in a weird way.
1: Yeah. Like distance and this is embracing pro wrestling, and all the history mm-hmm. that comes with it and paying homage um, yeah. and paying respect and, and yeah, you're right what you're saying. Like it's like we're we're you know we're sports entertainment, we're not wrestling and All that sort of stuff. Absolutely love it. So you got Funk's, Von Erich, Stone Cold. I think you had the Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Eddie Guerrero, amongst many others. Yeah,
0: a lot. A lot, and some I wouldn't have, you know, thought of myself as having that sort of Texas connection. But yeah, yeah, pretty cool.
1: So we've got Todd Phillips as our lead commentator, with Corey Graves doing the analysis stuff and if i'd looked at this and said that in fact i think i might have made like some arsehole comment like oh the little fake michael cole todd phillips and and all that but i thought they were class the whole pay-per-view
0: they, like complimented everything that was happening uh-huh i don't know if uh, maybe because although i stopped watching the tv I, I kept watching a lot of uh pay-per-views um or premium live events for a long time yeah. and um I started finding Corey Graves pretty irritating in that main roster role. You know, he's he's obviously a lot of the time playing the heel announcer and obviously I think being force-fed a lot of this stuff that he's supposed to say, whereas this just came across as a bit more authentic, just yeah. him being a guy, calling a wrestling match, yeah. which, yeah, yeah, came across a lot better for me.
1: There was a lot of... I don't, I don't know what around what time period, probably... 2019 2020 maybe him and uh john moxley's wife what's her name renee
0: yeah uh,
1: um they called her was, renee she, young didn't they but it was yes uh, yeah. paquette when she, when yeah. she was the yeah. third man on commentary they would do a lot of bickering back and forward and the whole heel thing and everything is just really really annoying irritating yeah. and like you say it's it's clear that it's you know there's. They're playing a part and reading a script, or or being told a script in the rear, rather than hmm. being allowed to just commentate on the matches. Because honestly, I thought they were brilliant all the way through this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so we start off we kick off with our NXT tag title match. We've got the champions,
0: American Alpha. Uh, champions of the revival
1: here. Champions of the revival. Yeah. Uh, I am definitely not going to try and remember their names because i'll get confused <laughs> with their AEW names oh one was called scott dawson yes and was wilder one, dash wilder okay
0: yeah
1: yeah i'm gonna go try and remember the AEW names because i get confused again dash wilder scott dawson which one's a bold one i think
0: that's dash dawson. oh, oh my no God. no i think you're right yeah dawson i think try to remember okay. there's a move that i've got listed who does it cause some of them i do have yeah yeah i okay. think it's yeah i think it's awesome yeah
1: and they're they're taking on american alpha It's jason jordan and chad gable um, yeah. and we'd been impressed with american alpha when we saw them i think was that the 2018 survivor series yeah that we watched now? yeah um and yeah they've obviously <laughs> it, i think a common theme of this conversation we're going to have is i'm going to be asking you so what happened to them next <laughs> because like they should be like the revival for example should be like what the usos currently are which is the double uh, undisputed tag team champions and mm-hmm. like the longest reign in history because they're absolutely amazing yeah um and i'm gonna i guarantee you i'll go through and ask you just about every person here what happened <laughs> to them on the main roster it's uh, funny
0: because I I know it was always said, wasn't it, that, that Vince McMahon didn't really like tag wrestling or he didn't get tag wrestling. Mm-hmm. And if it was a tag team for him, it was always just a vehicle to one guy becoming a single star. Otherwise, yep. I think he struggled to see the point in it. And maybe the Revival, when I look at them, they are a tag team and I, I struggle to imagine them on their own. I could maybe see it a bit more with Gable and, and mm-hmm. uh, Jordan, but just a, a really good old school tag team, I just think he wouldn't have known what to do or had any real interest in it, I think which is a shame. It's amazing I, I think
1: um, my favourite thing about tag teams is when the when you've got a proper team, you know, it's not like mm-hmm. I don't know, Cesaro and Sheamus or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like a team and they've got team moves and they do team yeah. stuff together, I love yeah. that Yeah, um, it is a real shame i was honestly proper blown away by this match I, th- I i think that's the first time i've seen the revival wrestling i've seen them in aw once or twice okay. uh, as ftr but i've never seen them as the revival in wwe at all and right. i was absolutely blown away that like this was just like the kind of tag team wrestling you just love watching it's so much fun mm-hmm. and it's a an art and a skill yeah. what do you think yeah
0: Yeah, I really liked this. I thought there was a good contrast between the two teams because, you know, American Alpha, really fast, um, high impact moves, quite a lot of athletic and, you know, aerial stuff from them. The Revival, just these sort of anything it takes to win, um, Mm -hmm. quite dirty, quite, um, you know, willing to take a shortcut, willing to do whatever it takes to to win a match. I thought, like, when I was going into it, I'd seen the revival. I'd seen some bits and pieces. hadn't seen as much as I would have liked of American Alpha, but I kind of knew this is going to be, like, a good contrast. It's, it should work. Um, mm. And I think the announcers actually sort of tell the story of that as you're going through the match. It's uh, They mentioned the fact American Alpha at this point haven't been teaming together long. They're, they're quite a new team oh, together, really? okay. which, you know, you wouldn't watch it and think that. Um, other thing I loved about yeah. it... And this is gonna sound really strange. There's definitely one moment where they screw up. I think it's an attempt at a move by the revival. It just doesn't it go is. well. But it yep. seems normal and okay in the context it's in. They tried to execute a move, they didn't quite get it right. The chant the fans are chanting, you fucked you up. Fucked up. Yep. But I think when you have guys that just come across as these old school wrestlers it's it's totally believable they could fail to execute a move the 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 exact way they intended to and mm-hmm. then just get on with it and try and you yeah. know make the best of it and all that um yeah I, 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 really, I really enjoyed this match
1: the thing i really liked about that was for me this whole pay-per-view the crowd were a wee bit iffy um we'll talk about them during nakamura and and Sami yeah, Zayn, I yeah. thought they added to the, the match throughout that. They were a wee bit marks for themselves, is what people would say about the NXT crowd sometimes. And I, I felt like sometimes they were just trying too hard. Okay. Um, and when they did the you fucked up, I was like, oh, shut up, just this is amazing, just okay. let them go yeah. on with. It. But yeah. the thing that really impressed me was that uh, Dawson, if that's who the bold one is, he just sat on his knees. And looked at the crowd and smiled at them and all that. He didn't panic and like try and do the move mm-hmm. again, yeah, or anything like that. I really like that because I think it just it basically shut the crowd up almost because he's just smiling mm-hmm. at them. Yeah. He just slowed right in. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. I really, really liked that. I think you know, someday maybe a bit more inexperienced or less or whatever, I might have just been straight back in and mm-hmm. you know, like try try and do
0: something high impact again, but it totally, yeah. totally worked. Yeah, because I'm assuming these guys have been around the indie scene and uh, had some probably pretty aggressive crowds on their back at various times. It was, yeah, like you see these guys who I think through various eras in WWE in particular probably really knew to being in front of a crowd. I think that's one of the reasons NXT worked in terms of, you know, you're putting on these big shows for these guys trying to get them used to the wwe way if you like mm-hmm. um but they're they, it, it's real it's in front of a crowd it's on you know uh, the network and things like that um and i think the experience shines through at times probably the inexperience does at times from 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 certain others but yeah
1: yeah
0: i, I watched these guys and thought that yeah they've they've been around the block they're they're not new to this
1: I'd be really interested to know how long they'd been together and all that sort of stuff. I really should have looked that up before we started talking. I, honestly, i proper blown away by them. I thought they were amazing. Um, and I suppose that does lead me. Uh, so, I listened, before we came on here, I listened to an interview they had with Cornet just before, just about two two years ago or something like that, before they signed with AEW. Um, they'd had their release and they were talking about the release and how they just felt that like the tag uh division in wwe was pretty much treated like a joke and they hated all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah do you do you know I, I take it they went up to the main roster and were just sort of used just how we see tag teams being yeah, used th- under Vince?
0: they were on the main roster i think they got a title run um but it's so you know the spotlight is was never on tag wrestling and it was Mm. such a like an afterthought there was someone is it sure is it like someone like Orton had a really good relationship with them I think like behind the scenes Uh
1: Um,
0: and it it sounded like at times he was trying to champion it and them and all that but I just don't think there was an interest in the tag division which is a real shame because it these matches can be the most entertaining matches on any card They they can be absolutely brilliant
1: even just silly little, not silly, but little things like cutting the ring off,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, the yeah. way that they would slide across and get between Gable or Jordan. It was mostly Gable mm-hmm. they were working on, um, and just the way that they were cutting the ring off and stopping them getting across to get the, the tag to to Jordan was class mm-hmm. and just c-
0: cerebral, um, sort of, aye, amazing. Yeah, there, and, there was and, a point when, uh, they were. I think they'd been working over uh, Jordan for a while, and you kept waiting for the hot tag to Gable. Could have been the other way around. But, um, yeah, they're close, Gable and Jordan, to making the tag. And Wilder, I think it is, appears from under the ring Mm -hmm. and uh, pulls it, it's Jordan, they're trying to get tagged in, pulls Mm -hmm. him down from the apron uh, just at the point that the hot tag is finally about to be made. And it's such a good like heat seeking move, you know, the, uh-huh. the, the crowd are absolutely hating that and uh, they are reveling in it, the, the revival. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I think if you saw that,
1: if you or I were watching a WWE thing and that was done, that would be done in a comedy way. Mm-hmm. that's what the bit that wasn't done in a comedy way it was done yep. in a really devious uh-huh naughty sort of yeah here's is what here's you
0: we're gonna to do to keep the advantage that and it's and it's you look at it and think it's clever it is clever what they've just done mm. um mm-hmm. so you kind of respect the intelligence of the heels rather than the heels kind of yeah being these over the top evil characters
1: panel characters i right, exactly mm. um I was impressed with Jason Jordan. I thought, I've got a couple of times that reminded me of Randy Orton. Um, sort of young Randy Orton. The yeah. way that he moved, he's so big, but he's so athletic. Uh-huh. Um, again, I know that he went on to the main roster, had a bit, little bit of a run, but I think he got a
0: bad injury. Possibly. Yeah, I think there's maybe doubt about whether he'll be able to, to wrestle uh, in the future. I can't yeah. remember the details about it, but I remember... Kurt Angle speaking about it, cause he was he was a fan of this team and these guys you know watching watching on, um, and I think at a point was gonna be brought in to manage them, um, but I think that he ended up going in a bit of a silly direction where one of them was his like illegitimate son or something the like that. son Jason <laughs> Jordan yeah so um, yeah it sounded like Angle was was pretty disappointed because he liked the idea of just managing them as a team you know like the mm-hmm. I think he was saying like the the team angle days when he had uh, benjamin aye. and haas um so yes yeah, i think it's a shame that that kind of thing didn't happen and they're they're really entertaining and there's a there's a move that i'm pretty sure uh jason jordan lifts straight from kurt angle which is where he runs jumps onto the turnbuckle and, and suplexes oh, the aye. guy yeah i was watching that thinking that's that's kurt angle right there nice uh, it's a lot, lots of lovely suplexes there's a, there's a point
1: where they both um revival guys try to get a hold of each other to try and stop and they both get hit with german suplexes going the opposite mm-hmm. ways. It's really cool um i don't have much notes to be honest about like specific moves i don't know if you want to talk about the finish it, it kind of comes not out of nowhere but you mm-hmm. know we get like a pretty fast climax um
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I wasn't actually sure how long this match lasted because I wasn't properly, like, clock-watching while I was doing this show, uh, which is probably a good That's thing. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so just looking at my notes when we start going to the... So I've got um first thing I've got in just my sort fi- of... Sorry, just, just 15 minutes it was. Was it? Okay. Mm. Um, so as we're, we're heading towards the finish, we've got... Um, Got Gable goes for a victory roll, Dawson blocks uh, pins for a two, Gable reverses into a, a, a roll up, that's a two as well. Quite a lot of pin attempts in quick succession, with uh, Gable and Dawson kicking out each time. Uh, they battle into the corner, um, Jordan tags himself in, and Dawson has no idea that the tag's taken place. Um, Jordan from the other side of the ring. Hits a spear on the unsuspecting Dawson, and then uh, uh, the, the double suplex move um, mm. from uh, American Alpha for the the pin win. Um, I like I, I, I like seeing these uh, like you these double team tag moves these these moves that are are properly a team combination for yeah. a finish. I wouldn't wouldn't say that one blew me away. I mean they executed a lot of stuff in the match that I thought was pretty cool, but I just I did like the fact it was a two man move. Um, Aye.
1: so Aye, same. And I'm sure in that, that Survivor series match they were doing stuff like that as well. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, they're doing stuff together. What an amazing match to start. Yeah. That's rivaling Mysterio and, and Angle at SummerSlam two thousand and five for me for a, a starter of a match.
0: Yeah, really enjoyed it. There's there was a feeling of it being you know, yeah, we we know that there's a a winner has been determined for this, but there's sometimes matches just draw you in, and you're mm. just watching, and you're not thinking about that, and you're just being entertained mm. by what you're seeing, and there's a almost a feeling of it being, and we know it's not, but it being a bit legit somehow in your mm. mind, and it it got me to that feeling, which is always a good indication of a of a good Absolutely. match. Absolutely,
1: ah, amazing. So, we have got Meltzer rating of four stars um, okay. for that match, which is pretty appropriate. Yeah, nice. Um, we're followed by a bit of a mood killer, I would say, but I mean, I'm, I'm not complaining on on a, on a on a pay-per-view of, what is it, five matches, and we've got yeah. one, I wouldn't even call it a stinker, but um, we get mm-hmm. Baron Corbin and his lone wolf gimmick at this point seems like he's uh sort of climbed the ladder you can tell me if i'm wrong it seems like he's climbed the ladder a bit maybe s- stuffed the opportunity to get a title shot and he's kind of went down to that sort of upper upper middle card yeah sort of
0: area. It, i think in in the build they indicate he was involved in a triple threat match to be number one contender and he didn't win the match and both it looked like was it two guys i think both had their it was Sami Zayn and Samoa Joe both had a submission locked in on Baron Corbin. Oh, on on same Corbin, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. And uh, Corbin's not happy. I, I was trying to work out what his beef was because he's clearly the one that lost the match. I could see why there would be a disagreement about <laughs> who won it, but uh, he's he's very unhappy with uh, William Regal. Um, Regal seems to be doing a lot of announcing star signings at, uh, mm-hmm. at this moment in time, and. Uh, Austin Aries, who's who's not a guy I, I know an awful lot about. I think I remember him a little bit in TNA when I watched bits and right. pieces of that. Uh, but he's announced as this like big star signing.
1: The greatest man that ever lived was <laughs> seems to be his moniker. I mean, talk about setting yourself up for a fall. <laughs> you know, like Punk did the best of the world thing. Who else did? Je- did Jericho's Jericho, Jericho best yeah. in the best? Yeah. Shane McMahon, well, you know, well, he's in the yeah. Austin Aries category. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a that's a really odd monitor to give yourself because
0: I was less than impressed with this guy. I well, yeah. What about you? I I couldn't get into the match, and I, yeah. like I, I was thinking right from the start. I've got in my notes. I've never been a Baron Corbin guy. Is he over as a heel here? I hear some no. boos and some reaction. Um, but I, 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 think,
1: I think when he first got started in nxt they were doing the whole thing where he would come in wreck somebody and pin them really fast and mm-hmm. apparently the fans sort of loved that they would they would okay. like count how long his his matches would go on for because they were always squashes right. yeah. he's obviously progressed you kind of keep doing that you know <laughs> yeah yeah
0: you have to have a proper match
1: yeah. so you get goldberg <laughs> um but i so but i i've got that as well i've just throughout this match, Corbin's trying to get some heel heat out of the crowd, but they just seem like they don't care.
0: Yeah, there's a few boos, uh, but they, they're never getting like, amped up about it. It's just like a, a boo, you know. Um,
1: aye, aye, yeah,
0: you. And I kind of feel like he's just stayed like that <laughs> ever mm.
1: since. Aye. Yeah. Um, they obviously see, they've obviously seen something in him. They've had him. Yeah. What did they have him um, as... Some sort of authority role commissioner or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't it? He was Kurt Angle's
0: final ever match, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's still quite a lot of unhappy people about him. <laughs> that's mental. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I'd, I've never paid an awful lot of attention to his work in ring, um, which, you know, you see him at times just totally dominating and manhandling the smaller guys, and that's fair mm-hmm. enough. He's a big, big guy. Um, and I, I, I wonder, could he be quite an ominous presence, or is he always just going to be a bit meh,
1: meh? I see they've paired him with JBL now. They're, um, they're saying really? that he's the modern-day wrestling god, and JBL's his oh. manager. Wow. That should that should help get him over.
0: Wow. Like I, mean... I, I thought... Sorry, go on. <laughs> the only thing i really loved about jbl even in his uh, his big world title run was that uh cow noise at the start of his music <laughs> the, the thing about this match was austin aries about half
1: the size of baron corbin it was no believable that he beat him yeah especially when corbin was like beating the hell out of him pretty mm-hmm. much the whole match every now and then aries would try and chop him kick his legs mm-hmm. it was pish it was pish sorry that was yeah. pish
0: yeah, I mean they, they, they eventually Corbin dominates quite a chunk of the match and then there's just these little comebacks by Aries and then eventually Corbin dominates again. Aries eventually gets going. I mean he looks like he's athletic enough, Aries and all that he, he's probably not had the charisma in the match to connect, I don't know He's I, I've, I've, The greatest I've watched... man ever
1: lived lacking charisma
0: <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, the, yeah the, the, I mean they have it they kind of position it as a little bit of a, a fluke in a way um, oh, like a plucky corbin, yeah i mean you've got corbin going for the the end of days and he's spinning out and rolls out rolls up corbin for the win corbin looking furious about the defeat um yeah i, I it of all the matches on the card it, it was it was the one i enjoyed least and it, it just yeah. didn't grab me in any way really agreed
1: And from what I could see on his Wikipedia page, Austin Aries isn't really getting work anymore because he was one of these people called out in the speaking out movement. All
0: right, okay. Um,
1: Okay. After the whole Me Too stuff and that. Fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) So, let's get excited. If we're not excited already, I'm really interested to see what you thought of this match. Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I wonder if you're as enthusiastic as I am, and I've watched it twice now. I watched it last night after watching it last week, and it yeah. got it was better the second time. I'm more than happy to go and watch it again now. <laughs> I think it might be one of the best matches I've ever seen.
0: I I really enjoyed it. I only watched it once, <laughs> um, so if that's the barometer, yeah. Um, but no, I like. I, 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 i'll i'll admit i came into this a little unsure and i don't know if mm-hmm. that's because no. we've had a nakamura that didn't really hit the heights on the main roster um and i think we'll probably talk through and see some reasons for that as we go through um Sami zayn i know at this point in my opinion had been kind of lacking a character a personality good worker and all that but just Mm -hmm. lacking something so i wasn't sure whether this was going to be great or what i thought it'll be decent in ring but you know what's around Mm it i was quite interested the way they position it because i assume so Sami Zayn is back in nxt after i think debuting on the main roster and getting injured getting injured yeah yeah Um, that was i think when he challenged john cena in the open invitation, and injured his shoulder on the way <laughs> to do oh, the really? match. Yeah, oh, wow. so he's, he's supposed to get like his big moment. Um, and there were a few people they bought through that week. So they brought through Owens the, the same way. Oh, I, um, I knew that one. now. and uh, yeah, he he had to do the whole match injured because he injured his shoulder on the way <laughs> to wow. the match. Um But and he they seem they seem to be indicating that he had an intercontinental title match at WrestleMania.
1: Is that Yeah, you?
0: yeah. So I think aye. straight after this he's he's in the is it a ladder match for the Intercontinental title, I think. Sounded like it, aye. yeah. Um, so he's you know, he's kinda moved on in a way from NXT, but he is part of this group that I think were there early on that started aye. making it what it was. Um, mm-hmm. and he's got the respect of the crowd. They're very much positioning in it that he's got the respect of the likes of William Regal and the other performers and all that. So he's kind of your, one of your main guys, one of your top guys that is uh, on the brand. Um, mm-hmm. And you've got this very exciting new signing who is oozing charisma and Sami Zayn's going to get his last nxt moment to be in the ring with with nakamura so i quite like the way they ended up positioning that story Um, yeah me too and yeah what's your have you seen much of nakamura on the main roster um little bits and pieces i've i've seen round
1: about you know when would that have been 2018 he won the royal rumble possibly main evented WrestleMania against AJ styles I've seen these matches. I've always been really underwhelmed. Yeah. When I've watched them, and I've never understood what the hype is at mm-hmm. all. Um, and I, I don't mean that like disrespectfully. I genuinely, was just like, why? Are, what? What? What is this whole charisma thing? What is mm-hmm. the the big deal sort of thing? Um, and obviously that's just ignorance because, you know, like. As, so I've subsequently went back. I watched. Uh, a Wrestle Kingdom main event between him and AJ Styles in New Japan and it's absolutely amazing it's just incredible yeah it's like a different form of wrestling
0: I think there were a lot of people really excited when they were going to be in that Wrestlemania title match opposing each Mm -hmm. other and then because it's under the WWE umbrella and they're supposed to work the wwe way and all that i think it was pretty underwhelming for you know Mm -hmm. people who were really excited to see it but i suppose it just shows what i think this match for me showed what he could be doing if they would just you know have taken the reins off and just let him work and and do his thing so uh,
1: this kind of um sits quite nicely with where I was on Sunday because me and my son went to the WWE live show in Glasgow uh, Nakamura was fighting Gunta for the Intercontinental title and it was great fun You know, it was a good match and after watching this match, I was really excited to see him and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. but if he is doing the house show circuit I can 100% understand why they've got him to change his style Because you know, it wouldn't probably wouldn't stop. Be wrestling,
0: Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: At this point in time, if he's um, using that strong style, you know, like guys wouldn't want to wrestle him. I can't imagine night upon night as well. So I I do understand that it's just so disappointing seeing this match as well. Do you
0: know what I mean? Yeah, and I think the thing is, you can probably. You know, you hear it quite a lot on podcasts from wrestlers or former wrestlers. As you get a bit older, you can pick your spots a bit better. You know, I think Mm -hmm. house shows uh, I've been to a house show and there's quite a lot of comedic stuff in there. There's quite a lot of over-the-top stuff and things like that. Um, So I think you could pick your oh, this is a big pay-per-view. All right, shall we we try this style? Shall we just do this kind of match? Um, And Nakamura would be Perfect for that kind of thing. For just every now and then, just let the let the reins just off go for it. Bit.
1: Yeah, aye, and plenty of them do it. And you've seen times where, where Brock Lesnar's busted people open mm-hmm. and said like slow down and all that sort of stuff. I think it was Don yeah. Strowman, and um, we talked about Jericho and and Shane McMahon. So like you know, they might they might not have that much uh, autonomy to make decisions, but you know yeah. like when they're in there, they can pretty much got the mm. opportunity to do what they want so i i was thinking the same thing um i'd quite like to revisit that aj styles wrestlemania main event just to see what it looked like mm. um but yeah i'm sure it's probably quite underwhelming
0: i am um, i love the nakamura music oh it's so that's, good yeah it just it works so well it's brilliant
1: i, I genuinely think that's part i think Ever, this is a perfect match. Both of the guys' music engaged the crowd. The crowd mm-hmm. are singing both guys' music. Yeah. Right from the very minute Sami Zayn came out. I thought Sami Zayn looked like a total superstar. Mm-hmm. Um the way he came out, full energy. And then Nakamura like I genuinely have got this written here, it sounds hundred percent gimpy. I've got I've written here I'm getting chills at Nakamura's entrance. It's yeah. just so cool. It's awesome. Really cool. Yeah. Um, and like I say, I felt like this was like watching a different type of wrestling. Mm-hmm. I feel like a, a lot of guys try and do the whole MMA, you know, like I can do this, that, and the next thing. As far as Taekwondo or or mm-hmm. different types of martial arts, and it it just never really translates. But Nak this, Nakamura, a hundred percent translated. I believed everything yeah. he was doing, pretty much.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: he was laying in. He was laying in knees and and, and elbows yeah. and punches, yeah, and Zayn was doing the same back to him as well
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: and, and I feel like that the more it went on, the more they were getting more comfortable with each other and doing that doing that more
0: what what I, one of the many many things that I really liked about Nakamura was particularly early on in the match, there's a few mind games you know he's doing his his little dances and things like that. But then it, it almost makes it more unsettling how hard he suddenly goes in with kicks. Because you're okay. like, he's, he's just kind of messing about and things like that. And then boom, and you're like, like really oh, fast. Yeah.
1: Aye. There was a few times I was like, uh, like genuinely, like, oof, that was, that was some, you know, that was real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aye. Aye. I don't know. I feel like I could speak for, speak about this match. However, I mean, we've we talked about like the rhythm of the match and all that. Mm-hmm. And genuinely, the first time I watched it, I think I had this preconception that Nakamura has been a bit underwhelming, mm-hmm. and I was kind of like, "All right, okay, here, we-. you know, like we've we've watched a couple of Sami Zayn matches, and they've, they've been yep. all right. Um, this was just a different, completely different yeah. world altogether." Um, yeah, I don't know, where, don't know where to go with it, there's just so much, a lot, they're, they're doing a lot of work in the crowd, I liked that Sammy was just sat in the corner when Nakamura came out and he was kind of just smiling and taking in the whole yep. entrance and all that, mm-hmm. uh, you got the impression there was an appreciation for each other throughout the whole thing.
0: Yeah, I, I, I like that, I also was sitting watching thinking <laughs> is there a little bit of Sami Zayn thinking I'm, I'm not going to get this again? <laughs> because mm. if he's moving to the main roster, which he is by the sounds of it, like two nights later um, this presentation this type of match, all that I did wonder as he's sitting there if he's, he's thinking, hmm, you know I've got to enjoy this because yeah. it's probably not going to be like this uh, as soon as I make that move
1: And it sounds like from what I've read and heard that him and Owens had a lot of matches like this mm-hmm. on the indies Yep. Um, where they basically just balls to the wall, laying it on thick to each other. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So you could be, you could be right. It's a pro- it is It feels like a proper moment. Mm-hmm. The whole thing and, and the end of it as well, and he gets a good send off and all that from. Yeah. Uh, the crowd. Yeah. Um, one of those ones where both guys are elevated, regardless of who won.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, definitely. Um, yeah. E- even you know, like we talk about the striking, but the. The submission moves. There's a point where uh, Nakamura flies into an armbar and then yep. transitions into a triangle. Uh-huh. I've never seen anybody do such believable jujitsu yep. type maneuvers, uh, and uh, you know you have got Undertaker doing Hell's Gate and all that. It just looks, it looks so contrived. Whereas yep. this looks legit. Uh-huh. It's brilliant. So like, good.
0: Yeah, I was watching. What I was thinking when I was watching it is a guy does not have the opportunity to get away from this. like Because the transition was so quick. Whereas mm-hmm. like you say, when you're watching somebody take, you know, 30 seconds to apply a move or something like that, you're looking, thinking, well, this guy could just shove him off or There's whatever. Cooperation but... yeah. on the go. Yeah, yeah. It, it,
1: even like Sami Zayn's way of getting out, it wasn't to like pick him up and powerbomb. He was just basically using his foot and try to kick him in the head to get mm-hmm. him off him. Yeah. It's was, it was kind of like clawing, clawing uh-huh. at him sort of thing. Yeah. Um, which added to it as well. Honestly, I can't say I can't see any more about it. It's just absolutely amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, even just, you know, when there's like headlocks, suplexes, some pretty basic moves, the crowd were so into it. Like, mm-hmm. they're massively invested in what's going on. And I know that works two ways. You know, there's the, you have to get the crowd involved, but also, they, they have to, you know, help the match. And like you sort of touched on earlier, sometimes a crowd can hurt a match. Sometimes a mm. crowd can help a match. Um, I'm, I'm not sure this one needed all that much help, but they seemed invested all the way through. Aye. Um, Aye. And yeah, a lot of credit, obviously, to the performers for keeping them invested all the way through. Um, but it, it does make a difference just hearing the reaction all the way. Aye. It definitely
1: adds to it, definitely. Um, do you want to hear an interesting fact about this match that you might be surprised at? You might know, but you might be surprised at. Uh, they didn't plan anything.
0: Oh, really? I didn't know that. Okay.
1: So I think um, Sammy said something like a knew Shinsuke, but he, you know, like a new off him, mm-hmm. but they didn't ever have a conversation where they said, let's do this, that, and the next thing they just said, let's go out there and just feel each other out and we'll see what happens which makes it all the more ridiculous yeah. and it just makes you wonder eh, it makes you wonder how you eh, choreographed and scripted all of these matches are and what could they be yeah. if they weren't
0: because it's uh, like you i suppose i can see it from from different viewpoints you know maybe if you've got two guys that you're confident in that know exactly what they're doing why not maybe just let them go out and do their thing do like I think one of the things that's always said about rick flair is that nobody read a crowd better like in his peak he mm-hmm. knew from a crowd reaction what way to go with a match and he just knew um there's probably a lot of performers out there that would be totally lost with that kind of thing mm-hmm. i would imagine yeah. but i also imagine there's this sort of younger generation of, of talent that say they've you know always worked in america Say they've you know guys that have come up through a WWE umbrella. They would never know any other way. They wouldn't. They probably every move planned out is the only way they would know. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's into if you took guys that knew exactly what they were doing and just put them out there, the, the, the quality of match, obviously, that you can get out of them is pretty, pretty awesome in the right circumstances.
1: Yeah, and I think it's right the way that they're going with Sami Zayn. Clearly, he's he's getting catapulted. That, that Nakamura wins this match is mm-hmm. it's the right yeah. thing to do, and I, I want to say he's champion by the end of the year, right? Okay, uh, Nakamura. Um, it's just crazy to even think that that guy with that talent they, they debuted him on NXT, uh huh. <laughs> you yeah. know, when you, when you look back, it,
0: yeah. it's mental. Just so How is he
1: content to be?
0: I know, to debut I, on NXT, I suppose. it uh, it probably wouldn't happen now because the competition's there, and you know, mm-hmm. when you're trying mm-hmm. to sign somebody who's say huge in uh, in Asia, you you maybe have to make them a guarantee that they're going to the main roster now. Yeah. But, um, most like a, I think like, like WW
1: signing Jay White and having them turn up on NXT.
0: Yeah, I do from memory. Most of the sort of big indie signings. Did go through NXT. I think AJ Styles mm-hmm. didn't. I think he came mm-hmm. in and was straight, straight the in the main, Rumble. But he got that reaction at the Rumble, which probably gave them no choice, you know. Um, but yeah, I do wonder now. I just don't think it would happen now if it was somebody that over. And I think Triple H would say, look and say, this guy knows what he's doing. You know, we're mm-hmm. we're going to use him on the main roster right from the off. Yeah. Hey. Yeah.
1: True. Truly, amazing. I'm glad you enjoyed it as much as yeah. I did. Um, proper, taken aback by it. I, I seen. I was reading about it, and I, I saw somebody liking it to see him Bret Hart for the first time. As far right. as he made everything look like it was real, right? Made an yep. effort to man. Uh, yeah. yeah, I get uh, that. that, that, I, get feels, that. Uh, I could relate to that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: So, so Nakamura gets the win. He does his Kan Kan Kanashi kansashi I tried I'm to write that. it. Kin- kin- Kinshasa, Kinshasa kick. Um I th- I, nah, I'm, I'm going to butcher what the the reason is behind that, so I'm not going to bother trying. Something yeah. to do with Muhammad Ali and what they were shouting in the crowd at Rumble in the Jungle, I think. Okay. Um, aye, Nakamura gets a win. The crowd go bananas. Sami Zayn gets a lovely
0: send off. Everyone. No? Yeah, much. And it, yeah, yeah I, I think, you know, like you talked about, given Nakamura the win, that makes complete sense. He's basically debuting on the NXT brand. Um, given Sami Zayn his send off as being against one of the next big stars. Um, and he got his moment, you know, Zayn got his moment. Um, I suppose he would have preferred this than getting a win in a match against somebody a bit meh or you know Baron corbin or something like corbin that. rolling them up yeah <laughs> um, so he gets his moment he gets the thank you sammy chant Bye. um yeah really really enjoyable match really well presented you know just the the, the whole the whole thing um made yeah. me if i was watching that at the time i would have come away I would have ended up so disappointed, but I would have come away believing that Nakamura was going to be the like the next huge megastar. Mm-hmm. He'll be in NXT for a while. He'll go to the main roster. He'll win all the titles. He'll he'll be huge. And I would also yeah. be assuming, and he's got there in the end, I think, but that Sami Zayn was going to have a, a hell of a career ahead of him as well. I think. From the sound of it, although I've not been watching much from a character point of view, they've really started to to use him in uh, in pretty effective ways. I think. Yeah, he's pretty much main event
1: player these days.
0: Uh, really, really
1: entertaining. He was he was really entertaining at that uh, house show in Glasgow. Him and him and um, Jey Uso, such a funny dynamic between the two of them.
0: And I, I was I was trying to pick up on the story from it was the Wrestling with Freddie podcast because he is a massive fan of Sami Zayn. He's just, he's like his favourite guy. And he's been saying for a few weeks in this podcast that, you know, uh, it's the Sami Zayn show. the the Is, mm-hmm. it, is it Raw he's on? Uh, is it Smart Smackdown? Smackdown. He, was, he refers to it as the Sami Zayn show. And I was thinking, well, it must be a bit tug-and-cheek here, but then there's a lot more where they're talking about like he's being a bit sneaky and one of the usos can see it and none of the others seem able to see it and all that i thought it does sound pretty entertaining but i suppose that shows the like the character development because you know if if you look here he's a he's a very good wrestler and he's got the crowd chanting for him and the presentation of what he's doing really works in that environment Mm -hmm. but i can see how that wouldn't maybe work on the big shows, the Ross guy. and the pay-per-views, yeah. Um, whereas I think he's, by the sounds of it, he's pretty much come into his own now, which is good. It's good to see. It is. Uh it definitely is.
1: Okay. I'm going to have to go for a cold shower and then we can discuss <laughs> Bailey and Asuka. Because I am I mean, between that revival match and and that match wait, this is just a five star golden
0: Baker V, right now. Ask if you knew the Meltzer rating for that Nakamura Zane match.
1: I, I do. Uh, don't get angry. It got four and a half stars.
0: It's a wee bit better than that, isn't it? Fuck off, okay. Meltzer. Okay.
1: Tidy your office, you daft old idiot. <laughs> so, spreading gossip about CM punk and get your bum in gear. So, Bailey, Bailey and Aska. Uh, for the women's NXT title match was next. Um, Bailey in classic, proper babyface mode. It yeah. seems. Yeah. Um, Asuka being presented as not an idiot that dances about and does daft things like I've seen her doing in the main roster, mm-hmm. but a yeah. killing machine essentially.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, really well presented. Kind of terrifying. You get the impression, you know, they sh- I think they showed her hitting pads um mm-hmm. before yeah. then the build up to the match and it's just like this is class.
0: I <laughs> I came into this. Like I I I know Ask Asuka had her run on the main roster, you know, she's been in big matches, she's held titles and all that. I knew that Bailey had, so I think, tried to transition this character into the main roster, and I think it was a little bit meh. I don't know how, how fast people were for that. Has become different characters over time. I actually quite enjoyed her thing with Sasha Banks a, a year or so ago um, mm-hmm. with uh, friends, but, you know, not quite sure they can trust each other thing. Right. Um, so that I think there's, she, she's shown more as she's gone character-wise. But I, I started this and watched the build and the start of this match. And I thought, Bailey's champion, and they're feeding her to That—that That is how it felt going <laughs> into this. Now, they are able to have Bailey be like, uh, there's no quitting her type character, but uh-huh. it's, it's a little bit like a, a long squash, you know, quite a lot of it. Yeah.
1: Uh, it is a little bit. It's a bit like a Gargano match a little bit, if Gargano's going in as champion against some Samoa Joe yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I definitely I, I agree with you, but uh, I feel, I, feel like Oscar with uh, everything Asuka was doing—fast, ex- explosive, mm-hmm. uh, tremendous striking—and and, and Bailey trying to just slow it down a little bit and just sort of mm-hmm. calm, calm things down, which yeah. is an odd dynamic for sort of baby face and yeah. I, I don't know, really know a tweener. Uh, yeah. Asuka would yeah. have been a little bit,
0: mm-hmm. um, yeah, because the the crowd are, I mean, they're. I think Bailey's quite over as a baby face mm-hmm. here, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but the crowd aren't anti Asuka at all, mm-hmm. I think there's like a, an immediate respect um, which, you know, it, it makes her quite hard to boo uh, in, in that way um, uh, yeah, It's
1: almost like they're just impressed by stuff, you know, they're yeah. clapping applauding, whoa yeah. uh, some of this stuff, Bailey, Bailey hits a hurricane runner for the top rope She does,
0: yeah. yeah
1: I've never seen that before, that was class yeah um and and then she does one through the ropes to the outside as well
0: yeah yeah jumps through the, the the ropes yeah it's it's I've, impressive she's I've never seen she's, that before either It's class. yeah i'm not sure how like in terms of her matches i don't know that i've ever seen her being quite as like athletic as they they had her being mm-hmm. in these um in this that's impressive but like, like I, I think she's you know a pretty high level worker but i've not seen her executing a lot of these moves, maybe it is again just a thing of that's, maybe you don't do some of these moves when you move to the main roster.
1: we Uh so we're, I suppose we're six years removed for this mm-hmm. game, you talk about them being younger and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, Certainly. and I know
0: she's she's had injuries as well, pretty bad ones kept her out quite a period of time, so right. I wouldn't expect her to be working like this yeah. now. Um, Aye. Yeah. So it's
1: quite, I, I saw her a wee clipper on Raw after watching this match, it's, she's quite a difference in her size now, she's really right. lean um, okay. in, in that match there, but now she's yep. obviously, she's just looking a bit bigger, mm-hmm. um, I, a, lot, a lot of stuff Asuka's doing is just class, like we spoke about um, Nakamura with the submissions flying armbar by Asuka, and we're doing the whole Baileys just refusing to quit, she won't quit stuff. Um, she did a crossface chicken wing at some at one point. Yeah, that's
0: right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Is that how she won it?
0: Uh, when it? Let's just get to the end.
1: Uh yeah, she uh, passed out. Bailey passed yeah.
0: out. Yeah. So I think did she originally put on like an armbar and then move it into a, a chicken wing? Um mm. uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they had they had bailey pass out rather than tap out which you know i think you're doing your best to to try and keep bailey strong uh, i don't mm-hmm. know if she's moving to main roster here or if she's staying where she is um I th- i've got in my head she maybe moved a little bit later than than the likes of sasha banks becky lynch Charlotte. Right. um but yeah I, I, I don't imagine she's in nxt too much longer from, from this stage um but yeah they, they they do the no quit thing which keeps her you know strong although she has just been totally dominated i've, yeah. I've come out of this thinking in a you know ask for a rematch i'd be thinking i ah, just walk away let's yeah, just leave it
1: i do i, I want to say that they, they had becky lynch and charlotte and sasha in the build-up and they were asking who they thought would win yeah so i think they must have been on the main
0: roster yeah i think that's right i think they all moved a little bit before before bailey
1: but again like it does it doesn't come over contrived you know sometimes you see this the whole thing of like nobody's won or you know like i don't know got a three count whilst they're tapping and Uh they're just a bit like oh i forgot like they just obviously want to keep both yeah Uh, you know like vince got a whole thing about people not taking losses and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um, and needing to keep them strong but this didn't feel contrived because it's part of the story yeah
0: yeah and you know i think you can be i've seen i've definitely seen it done not very well at times where somebody doesn't tap out they pass out and you're left thinking well why wouldn't they just tap out or why wouldn't you (laughs) have them tap out i think i can see why they did it here um to To keep her strong for wherever she's going next, um, but yeah, I mean, you would—I—I I would have walked away from this thinking, who—who who would beat Asuka? No, I. Yeah. I. Interesting
1: to know where she went from here. I wonder who was her next challenger. I'd like to have seen NXT Shayna Baszler versus NXT Asuka. Uh,
0: is, is Asuka still with the company?
1: Hmm. Yeah. I saw her doing a run on. I think maybe. Her, uh, look at me pretending like I didn't know. Her and Alexa <laughs> Bliss won the women's tag champions tag okay. tag titles, aren't Okay. Well,
0: there
1: you go. Um, that takes us to our NXT title match. Uh, Finn Balor, who is the champion, taking on Samoa Joe, and, and these two seem being going back and forward. I think we're pretty much smack bang right in. The middle of them, possibly headlining three takeovers on the truck. Right. Uh, I think this is the second one. They've they done the one in London uh, before this, where Balor won, um, and this is Joe getting another shot. Obviously, because the takeovers are quite spaced out, he's yeah he's managed to get himself back up the ranks. And, and I think you mentioned the number one contender match. Yeah. Uh, so Joe's just a total badass. Eh? Like you believe him.
0: Oh yeah, uh, and it yeah i feel like uh, I, I, for some reason he reminds me in ways of taz but mm, ecw taz not mm-hmm. wwe taz um it's just like a <laughs> it's like a wrecking machine he's he, he's so intimidating uh, like Aye. he looks get, so angry yeah and you get the crowd dude like the Jew is gonna kill you chad and all that you're like jesus he is <laughs> um, yeah I, I loved his present i bet triple h loved this like he he mm-hmm. would have loved some more joe um mm-hmm. and again I've, i thought going into this quite a nice contrast because um i wasn't sure if one thing i've never been sure about i like finn Balor, but see when you've got someone like the the demon um whether it could be overdone you know and i know that i think they fell into that trap quite early on the main oh, roster where it was absolutely. like every appearance he was being yep. the demon but it uh-huh. looked like in the london match and in this match he was the demon for both of those um uh-huh. and i think i probably get that although i wondered if he sh- maybe shouldn't have been for the first one but yeah because it seemed like he got his ass kicked in the first one but he got out of there mm. with the belt that that was yep. the way they they did the build um and I, I think I was probably expecting Joe to win this because I hadn't looked at who was going to win or anything like that. I think I just assumed well they'll go they'll go one each and then they'll they'll maybe do the the uh, tiebreaker uh, in the third. Mm. But um, yeah, I I did enjoy that. There wasn't. I think there's probably two matches on the card I prefer to this one, but uh, I did enjoy this though. I thought I thought it was uh, a pretty good match. I think there was
1: potential for us to be completely um, overlooked this match because of you know like the crowd could have been in that position where they've been so hot that this must have been yeah. that this could have been hard to get through mm-hmm. but I think Joe getting busted open and the lulls in the match actually helped them mm-hmm. um, so that it almost gave them like a common enemy in the doctors and the the referees yeah. the, the crowd I mean um, wiping away the blood and all that, it almost gave them a sort of common enemy because t- they wanted the match to keep going.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I was it, assuming that wasn't planned, but I didn't actually know as I was watching it.
1: Um, so, so they banged heads. It was an accidental mm-hmm. head bashing. You sometimes see that at the UFC mm-hmm. quite a lot. Um, so I, I, I assumed it, it was just like, they're just sort of rolling with it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they must have been in a PG, you can show blood. Because mm-hmm. they, they did the same with Nakamura. Nakamura blooded his nose, and they were wiping him. Yeah, earlier right. on as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, that's but, interesting. Like, yeah, I, I probably didn't think about it in the same way that the fact that yeah, the common enemy was the doctor or the threat of the match not stopping. actually playing out. Yeah, uh, which yeah, I think it did help it actually. Because um, again, I wasn't sure, you know joe is this like intimidating guy this really convincing badass but i didn't get the impression he was getting an awful lot of booze from the crowd i think they are probably just wanting to see him you know he's 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 such an impressive performer the way he moves the size he is it's it's (laughs) mind-blowing
1: amazingly the thing going back to what you were saying about the demon um as soon as i saw the face paint and and all that, i was like oh you know roll my eyes a little bit Mm -hmm. Because I think I've only really seen a uh, main roster demon, you know, like Michael Cole giving it the whole, hey, yeah, uh, Finn, you know, it's a different side to Finn Balor and he has to go to these lengths and all that stuff. This just felt like it was Finn Balor in face paint and he was being a yeah. bit yeah. mental. Yeah. To me, it didn't he feel like he was playing this sort of daft, mythical character that mm-hmm. can't be beaten or anything like that because he was taking a bit of a beating. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas, you know, like on, on the main roster, it's like, well, the demon's undefeated and and when Finn Balor feels like he needs to really dig deep in himself and go to that dark side and when the demon comes out and all that, it's just all a bit <laughs> cartoony and silly. I know what you mean,
0: yeah.
1: Whereas this just felt, you know, he, he came out with, it. he was doing the whole like, Texas Chainsaw masker gimmick. Yeah. The Chainsaw and the, um, what do you call it? The big brown... Uh, apron um he
0: just looked absolutely he looked insane i kept uh staring at the chainsaw trying to work out if it was a real one because i was like Aye, me too like you know how some things just look obviously like plastic or whatever i couldn't tell that if it if it was fake but was they did quite a good job with it but i was not expecting him to come out wielding a change chainsaw
1: and that's what they seem to do, I think he came out in the London one, he came out as a demon, but he was like in Victorian okay. uh, get-up with a top hat and all that sort of stuff, and it seems yeah. like, you know, there's obviously a creative guy in there, yeah, yeah. Um, and just getting the chance to do what he wants, and I think you've seen that now with the Judgment Day, he, you know, he's coming out in like that daft gimp mask thing that he was coming out in <laughs> the last pay-per-view, and it's just like, God... That it's so it's a shame that the the amount of these performers that have been dancing to the tune of Vince McMahon for so many yeah. years, and that it's a shame. There's probably so much more that they could have been.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get the the horrible feeling one bad idea of your own, and you're probably done. Whereas I I'm hopeful uh, with uh, Triple H at the helm, maybe people will get the chance to just try things you know Mm -hmm. try something if it doesn't work try something else you know that that kind of thing um a little bit more creative freedom that 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 would be good for a lot of these guys 100
1: percent, definitely i think that was a lot of the selling point of people going to AEW was you Mm -hmm. get a bit of freedom yeah Uh, come over here and you can you can you know alistair black does all these crazy sort of dark gimmick and all that go go to town on it that's why i always thought Bray wyatt would end up going to because i thought he would yeah. like the opportunity to just go wild but yeah. um yeah, it's worked out you know hopefully quite well uh that way but I, anyway anyway back to this match like, t- you're talking about samoa joe and how you know he's such a big guy and then he's you know like does a suicide dive out the ring Yeah, it's just a, it's just unbelievable it's so good you got Finn Balor going over the top rope as well as, as well. Joe launches him into the crowd, yeah. takes out a security guard yeah. <laughs> that does not look pre-planned at all. The guy gets no. completely wiped. <laughs> and it yeah. must be around about that time that Joe gets cut, and then we start getting these lulls where they look like they might potentially talk the match. They're mm-hmm. um they're telling Balor to like lay off and, and wiping at his face and all that.
0: Yeah. And the, the the announcers, I thought, did quite well. They're playing up the fact, well, yeah, this needs to be done, but this helps Finn Balor because it was so often happening just after he'd taken a bit of an ass-kicking and he's getting a chance to recover a little bit. Um, Joe is getting more and more frustrated by the stoppages and all that, he just wants to get on with it and dominate. Yeah, um, Yeah. I, really interesting. I wonder what we, if that hadn't happened, I wonder what this match would have been like. Where it would have just been... been mm. Given this this story arc to to play off, which worked really well.
1: The the other thing I liked was that after Joe was getting looked at for his cut, Balor was coming in vicious. Mm-hmm. You know there was it didn't seem to be any sort of um, apprehension to do anything. He was coming yep. in and hitting them with these wild chops and a mm-hmm. uh, huge big drop kick right in the face. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like that Nakamura Zane match. Like set a bar for like just go just go uh-huh. it, go for it balls yeah. the wall yeah um there's a great point where Balor went for the sling blade uh, move for it's kind of like a diving clothesline thing Joe just catches him in midair and suplexes yeah. him it's absolutely yeah. amazing yeah yeah I like proper that. power move mm-hmm. um he hits him with a powerbomb and transitions transitions into a Boston Crab as well Yeah. Uh, at one point transitions to a Boston Crab into a crossface as well, but then Finn yep. Balor reverses it, but the way Joe does it is all just like, it's like a piece of piss to him, just picks him up, douche yep. and goes straight into this thing, wah and then into the crossface, <laughs> again it's totally impressive, and you can understand why, if you're in the crowd, you'd just
0: be like yes, amazing Yeah. Yeah, is that all? Just before we've got um, the Balor on the turnbuckle, Joe catching him. Joe looks like he's going for the muscle buster uh, off the top rope. Mm-hmm. Um, Balor countering. Um, I like the muscle buster as a move. Aye, um, me too. Impressive. And then I I, I thought it was going to be the end, <laughs> where uh, so Joe hits a integiri kick on Balor. Um, and he's still perched on the turnbuckle at that point. And Joe mm-hmm. uses the fact he's up there to hit the muscle buster. I thought that was it. I genuinely thought that was going to be uh, a three count at that point.
1: It's like two two point nine 2.99999 <laughs> as well. Yeah. It's so close. Yep. Um, and we get Joe. Is this the same thing as Shayna Baszler does? Is it coquina clutch? Coquina, coquina <gasps> yeah, clutch? Yeah, I think
0: that's what they were saying.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's a different thing, isn't it? She does something different. um, And they did the, the Bret Hart, Roddy Piper finish. Yeah. Yeah. Is that WrestleMania 7? Yes. Yeah. Sleeper into the, use the turnbuckles and, and pin them down. I love that. Yep. We always talk about that, about like um, finishes that come out of nowhere. It doesn't have to be the whole contrived hit your finishing move, one, two, three, like it came out of nowhere. And it, it plays into the story they've been telling about Balor and, and sneaking the win again.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Great way to finish it.
0: Yeah, so I think that was the if you're going for a third match but you want to keep the title on Balor for, for going there. I think that kind of finishes the exact way they had to do it. It had to look like so Joe had a bad cut. He said still kicked Balor's ass, but Balor just just manages to get out of there with his belt mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then you you can very convincingly go on to a match three even though the guy's up 2-0 it, it's still you know there's nothing telling you that um, that Joe can't beat Valor right. uh, I mean it, he's, he's, he's been kicking his ass for two matches worth of time now
1: <laughs> that's brilliant and like I said it could have been completely overshadowed by some of the matches that came before but it wasn't that's, yeah, that's, that's to their man. credit. Yeah. Um, any idea off the top of your head where Balor goes for here? Does he? Does he? Is he must be main roster relatively soon after this. See?
0: Yeah, I would have thought so. See, he, he, he debuted on the main roster, and then it wasn't that long until he won the um, Universal title. But he got injured winning it, mm-hmm. had to vacate, and then disappear for quite a while. But yeah, it can't be that far in the distance. I don't think. I wonder
1: if they just—I wonder if it was just the whole demon thing, and they seen dollar signs. Vince seen dollar signs as far as merchandise is concerned.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's a—he's a good worker, and uh, he's I, I do quite like him with a group around him. I think that—that mm. that can work well. Um, and I wasn't sure. They, they've, did I hear they—they brought back Anderson and Gallows and they're with AJ Styles. Is that—is that a thing? Yeah. Um, like an almost reform they, of the Bullet Club um, uh, yeah, um, they're
1: doing this whole angle where, where Balor was trying to get AJ Styles to join the Judgment Day and doing the yeah. whole we're, we're Bullet Club guys for life sort of thing mm-hmm. um, and AJ AG, AG says I've got friends too they brought back Anderson and Gallows and they keep doing the whole thing where it's like 3v3 because it's Mysterio, mm-hmm. Dominic Mysterio and Damian Priest yeah. and Rhea Ripley's the the equalizer and she's always mm-hmm. making you know, she she slammed gallows last week. Okay. Um and I, I think she low blow them the other night or something like that. So I don't know right. if they're going to bring in do a do a war games and, and bring in a female to, to ah, go okay. with rare Ripley yeah. or something. I
0: don't know. because yeah, I it's don't quite I cool do I I like the idea of those those groups uh facing off against each other. I think that can work. Aye. Um yeah. Cool. So they're
1: doing a lot for, it really looks like they're doing a lot for Dominic Mysterio as far as him not being this sort of
0: bland, oh aye, that's Rey Mysterio's son sort of thing. Yeah, but how, how tough must it be? I mean that's, that's your dad and he's still there, you know, it's, it's not like yeah. coming in years after the event or something like that, he's mm-hmm. still there. Um, but yeah, anything that I think can give him a little bit more to his character, um, I noticed... What did I watch? Did I watch the last... I must have watched the last premium live event. I saw him and he was being like this scared but cunning, conniving, you know. Um, sort of, yeah, and I, I think it can work. Um, I, I assume at some point they get to a Dominic against Ray match. Um, they've split them, eh? Ray's away to SmackDown. Oh, is he? So I, I yeah. assume the idea is just to like just
1: completely rip the bandaid off and just...
0: Just him let, away from him. let him go yeah yeah because mm-hmm. they would they would have to have a match i suppose if they'd stayed on the same brand and you would probably have to put dominic over maybe not clean but you mm-hmm. would have to do that but yeah no i'm glad he's kind of getting to do his own thing i think that's uh that's what needs to happen you would say but uh yeah no it's uh i like finn balor um i think he's a good performer he's a good worker in the ring um I remember being surprised when they put the Universal title on him, but it obviously mm. didn't last long uh, through through injury. But uh, someone there must see something, I think. Uh, be surprised if Triple H didn't see something in him as well.
1: I think so. And he, he had a really good run during COVID in NXT when he went back. And he was more the sort of Prince gimmick, um, right. almost harken back to his New Japan Bullet Club uh, yeah. days. Uh, that was really quite impressive. With good, ma- good matches with, I was going to say with Samoa Joe, but that's not who I mean. Uh, K- Karen and Cross and and Damian right. Priest, and Keith yep. Lee. Um, so yeah. Thanks. So that was that was NXT takeover Dallas. It was a, a bloody
0: beautiful wee surprise, was it not? It was. It was a really good show. Um, I think the only thing that didn't grab me was the, the Corbin-Austin uh, Aries match. I, I enjoyed, you know, I, I can't say that there's been a whole host of Bailey matches that I've really enjoyed in my time, but I did enjoy the oscar Bailey match. Yeah, uh, uh, me too. And then, yeah, I think the, that, that title match, very, very good. And then I just, I loved the tag match and I loved Nakamura and Sami Zayn. Uh, really, really good show. Absolutely. Bravo. Where are we going? We're we? well
1: done trips. Keep mm-hmm. it up. So, so, normally, we would be going to that dark cave with the fires and the golden syrup. <laughs> we would be going to to speak to the Oracle to see what was next, because she's been decent to us. What did she give us? Survivor Series 2018, then she gave us that.
0: Is that the only two that we've had for the Oracle so far? Uh, Unforgiven 2002?
1: She's been very good to us.
0: Yeah, she she has.
1: Um, But, on Saturday night, slash Sunday morning, about one o'clock in the morning, I left you a message. Um, I was a little bit,
0: you know, I, I had a, a little bit to drink, it sounded like one or two. Yeah, a, a little bit. you ever think
1: the oracle might be wrong? Maybe sometimes we should just choose our own destiny. I think, fuck the oracle. And it was at that point that I decided. Clearly, fuck the oracle. So I asked you today if you if we could watch any paper Let's be honest. I consulted the oracle and she wanted us to watch that War Games WCW pay per view from 1998 that's got the Ultimate Warrior on it. And I will be fucked if I'm watching that. We watched enough WCW 1998. Okay, so we're not doing it. So I asked you if you could pick any any pay-per-view to watch next, what would you pick? And you said... I, I said... And you said...
0: SummerSlam 1994. Now, I have to like admit, I would, because of, I got the message through on the question and then I thought, oh, that, that one with Brett and Owen in the cage. And then I thought, I've got to have a look at that. I look at what show it is, and then once I found out what show it was, I just said that immediately. So I can't say I put an awful lot of thought into it. It was the, for, for whatever reason, Brett and Owen in the cage was the very first thing that popped into my mind. I
1: like that. You could be the new oracle. Let's look at the card, and then if we're not satisfied that we want to watch it, we'll consult the oracle. Alright? Okay. How's that okay. sound? That's right. So, we've got the Hedge Shrinkers versus the Million Dollar Corporation. Okay. Alundra Blaze versus Bull Nakano for the Women's World title. Oh, my God. Oh, you're going to have to go and wow. week the Oracle. <laughs> Diesel versus Razor. Oh, yeah. With Walter Payton in his corner. Oh. For some okay. reason. Tatanka v. Lex Luger. Jeff Jarrett v. Mabel. Oh, no. With Oscar. Eh... Uh, World heavyweight title match, Brett versus Owen. So this would have been after yes. Mania ten. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And in the main event we've got a singles match between the Undertaker and the Undertaker. The Undertaker? Oh. oh. Okay. If you if you want to watch it, I'm happy to watch it. I'd I think... rather watch that than whatever she came up with with Ultimate Warrior in
0: 1988. <laughs> I think we should watch it. Okay. I, I think um, maybe it, I mean, some of it's going to be bad. And I don't feel like there's a lot we can do about that. Who, who was the fake Undertaker? Because I thought it was Nash, but clearly it's not. No, it was a, uh, oh, what was his name? He was friends <laughs> with Undertaker. Brian Lee. Oh, so he was—he was—he uh, was in um, D.O.A. the the motorbike. Oh, group. aye, aye, aye. No, um, so what? yeah, and it, Crush, think, no, 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 different guy. Okay, that's <laughs> but, Brian uh, Adams. Yes, he's a kept so, with that Robin Hood song as Yeah, this this guy, I think. I, I, I think they just saw him as a tag guy, but then someone at some point was like, he's about the same size as The Undertaker. And look, he's got hair, you know. Um, chains. Was he chains? Okay.
1: Brian Lee, you're right. He's got hair. He's big. <laughs> yeah.
0: He could be mean well, Mark. Yeah, uh, was this, this would be before, I think they were always trying to come up with something clever and creative for Undertaker. Eventually they landed on Kane, which was the, you know. The thing that stuck but this i don't think lasted very long this undertaker, undertaker be interesting then i'm up for that unfortunately there's a dark
1: match adam bomb versus Quang, which i would have been well up for because i really like the turtles oh, but um, no, that's that was crying my bad i think kwang's rikishi isn't it? no no i'm making that
0: up i'm gonna have to look him up oh no oh, Savio, Savio Vega. Vega. <laughs> The is on
1: here somewhere though, She's a head shrinker, I think. I like did the head f- shrinkers. Fatu? Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, let's do it. The, the original tribal chief? Well. Yeah. Andy did it for the rock. They try to get the rock back. Now it's always burns that are in the bloodline. Story writes itself. Call me trips. <laughs> Yeah, let's do SummerSlam ninety four. Yes. Nice choice. And next time Fuck the Oracle. Um we'll mad we'll again. We'll see. We'll
0: see. I mean if there's someone jumps out at you immediately like Brett and Owen in a cage did for me, then maybe we, we, we go with it. But you know the 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 Oracle's there as a I was gonna say the Quang is there as a <laughs> nice. fallback, but huh, the the Oracle's there as a fallback.
1: Okay,
0: like I really want to go and watch,
1: well I went and watched that uh, Nakamura AJ Styles match from um, Wrestle Kingdom 10, which is on daily motion if you ever watch it, it's right. absolutely class. My um, uh, instincts go and watch loads of revival matches, but I'm a uh, thousand percent sure if I watch them on the main roster they'll be awful. Yeah. I'm sure I heard something about an angle where they had to shave each other's back or something. Come on. Just let them bloody wrestle. <laughs> Fucking weird old man. Anyway. NXT TakeOver Dallas, you were good to us. SummerSlam 94 coming from Chicago, Illinois. We will talk about next. Awesome. Until then, Adam, you take it easy. Don't send many drunken messages or I'll play them on the podcast. (laughs) Noted. (laughs) See you in two weeks.
0: Cheers.